Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum Podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is a special bonus episode where I'm going to look at the Netflix 2022 computer animated adventure film, The Sea Beast, directed by Chris Williams. It stars the voices of Carl Urban, Zaris Angel Hattor, Jared Harris, and Marianne Jean-Baptiste. I'm Jesse, I'm here solo, and... I'm doing this one because Oscar season is upon us and this film's actually been nominated for the best animated film at this upcoming Oscars this year. So I'm super excited to chat about this one, see what I think about it, I guess. And obviously I'm probably gonna spoil it along the way. So if you haven't seen The Sea Beast and you're keen on checking it out because you wanted to check out all the Oscar nominated films, give us a pause, come back later on because I'm gonna get into it with the fast flicks where I do a quick little summary of what the film's all about. So this one is about a war between humans and sea creatures which takes on heart when a young girl opens everyone's eyes. That was nice, I like that. <laughs> nice and sweet. Uh, there, there's a bit of violence in this though, so if uh, you do have younger kids and you're thinking about putting it on for them, it, it probably sort of sits at that you know, eight years plus age group. There is a bit of violence um, and quite a bit of action too, as I mentioned at the start, but let's talk about how it ended up on Netflix. So this, uh, this had the working title of Jacob and the Sea Beast. It was announced in November of 2018 that Chris Williams would write and direct this movie, um, Jacob and the Sea Beast, based on his own original story. It was then retitled on the 7th of November 2020 to The Sea Beast. The animation services were provided by Sony Pictures Imageworks in Vancouver. And then we got it released on the 15th of June 2022, debuted at the Annecy International Animation Film Festival before a short theatrical release, limited release, from the 24th of June 2022, and then Netflix worldwide on the 8th of July 2022. This, apparently, was the most successful Netflix original animated film with 165 million hours viewed over its first five months of release. Crazy, that's a lot of hours, a lot of eyeballs, obviously, Pretty successful because in January of 2023, Williams, Williams, the director, announced in an interview, obviously the writer as well, um, an interview with The Hollywood Reporter that he'd signed a deal with Netflix and be, would be working on a sequel to The Sea Beast following the success of this film. So Sea Beast 2 coming along. The title, Around the World, pretty much it, it's either the sea monster, monster of the sea or sea beast around the world, except in China where it's called Kraken Hunter. I like that movie title. I really like that idea. Kraken, um, good alcoholic beverage too. If you <laughs> enjoy a rum, get on Kraken. Uh, <laughs> what are the critics and audiences saying about this one? So on Rotten Tomatoes, this is certified fresh. It sits at 94% on 108 reviews. So certified fresh, the audience also very high on 84% on more than 500 reviews. IMDb, very positive too, sits at a 7.1 out of 10 on nearly 47,000 ratings. And on Letterboxd, it's got nearly 81,000 ratings and it sits on a 3.5 out of 5. Super impressive. This also has been um, acclaimed. It's so good for, so far. got 12 nominations um, across award ceremonies up and coming and the biggest, as I mentioned earlier, um, being that best animated feature at the Academy Awards. Let's get into my early thoughts. I think this is beautifully animated. The colors and the shades, they're so vibrant. It feels like a real world. While the story, it's not anything new, it's done in such an engaging way that sort of has messages for young and old. So I'm a fan of this one. I think it's good, it's worth a watch. Let's break into the characters. Let's have a chat about some of the characters. I'm just gonna focus on the main ones. Our main one is Jacob. He is the future captain of this ship called the Inevitable. He, he works under Captain Crow, who 
orphaned himself in, I guess. He, um, Captain Crow found Jacob as a young boy on a piece of driftwood in the ocean, took him in, trained him. He follows the code, he does what's right, and he's sort of gearing up to take over this ship once Captain Crow retires and he sort of sees him as a mentor and this captain crow guy he's he's obsessed with hunting and he's sort of hell-bent on revenge he's, he's lost one of his eyes and he's going after this sea creature that you know it's going to be his final kill he wants to give the ship over to jacob but he, he's got this idea of revenge and jacob sometimes convinces captain crow to do the right thing so i guess it's no surprise when jacob sort of disappears from being right by his side that he leans towards some poor actions uh, and i think that there's a scene towards the end of the film where he goes and visits this character called Gwen, who's almost like a, a witch or a sorcerer, and he has to give everything up to get this poison from her. And that's sort of that breaking moment of him doing the wrong thing, um, but but does have a little bit of redemption towards the end, I guess. The other main character that we need to talk about is Maisie. This is um, the young girl who sort of works alongside Jacob. Most of this film, she's an orphan. Um, she's after this biggest great adventure. She loves reading all about the seas and the monsters and the beasts in the ocean and, and pirates and hunters. And um, she has this heart and looks for the good in everyone and sort of leads to Jacob um, being able to progress himself too and turn his thoughts around on, on being a hunter and what being a hunter means. The only other character I sort of touch on would be Sarah Sharp who is a female inspiration for Maisie. Um, she's firm, but looks out for Maisie and, and is there at certain times when she needs her. And the the big, well, I guess, Red, that character, Red Bluster, the sea creature, um, quite a nice character too for a character that doesn't communicate through voice or anything like that. You still get a good feel of this character and, and the pain that it's feeling in this conflict between the human race and whether it needs to defend itself or, or attack on reverse. So a nice little bunch of characters here. The director, Chris Williams, mentioned before, but this guy's got a good background in animation. He has a lot of credits for Disney. He worked on um, like story credits for Mulan back in 1998, then The Emperor's New Groove, Brother Bear, Bolt, Moana. Um, he directed Bolt as well and Big Hero 6 and, and was a co-director on Moana. So he's got a, done a lot of time to now have his own original story and his own original film that he's directed. I mean. Pretty impressive and super happy for the guy. I'm looking forward to, to seeing the sequel to this one and hopefully some other creative original pieces that he might be working on. Scenes. Some scenes that I enjoyed in this one. I think the action sequences on the boats throughout, I'm not going to mention them all, but there's probably two big ones. They were super well done, just so engaging. The water, it's really hard to animate with water and, and the idea of these ships tossing and turning um, and, and you know these monsters in the ocean or these creatures too just the, the backwards and throwing and the battle it was really really cool really cool to see really good visually um, another cool scene I liked was uh, Jacob and Maisie are sort of on um, Big Red the Big Red monster and, and Jacob's trying to get it to steer in the direction he wants it and Maisie just clicks and works at how to do it it was just so cool and showed the connection that she had with the Red Bluster too um, this is more symbolic, I guess, but Jacob, um, he tries to break his spear to sort of prove to, to Red Bluster that, you know, he doesn't want to fight anymore. It's very symbolic. It was quite humorous. I laughed because his attempts at trying to do it and hurting himself. And it sort of plays a, a part later in the film as well, right near the end. And and finally, the final battle in front of the, the monarchy, the king and the queen, and the speech from Maisie and, and the idea of Red Bluster... Um, you know, being able to be free because the townspeople get on board with this young girl and her thoughts. I really enjoyed that. That conclusion to the film too. What didn't I like? Um, only one thing, I guess, and this is probably, um, you know, it's not, not a make or break thing, but there's a part of the film where Jacob and Maisie end up on this island 
with more beasts, more colored creatures um, to fight, to try and befriend. And then they meet this little blue dude too, sort of becomes like a little companion to, to Maisie and sort of this bright bubbly character that you often see in films, animated films, you know, you have a little companion that follows the kid around. I probably would have preferred more scenes on the water, but I didn't know if we needed that detour to the island because it didn't really give us an awful lot. We could have just stayed in the water with, with Red. Um, that's it really. And let's talk about the themes, the ideas. This has a lot in it, I think. For a kid's film, covers an awful lot. There's there's a lot about anti-violence and anti-hunting. Um, you know, it's hard not to think about whale hunters in our real world and, and the overfishing of our oceans and things like that. Just the message through Maisie, the character too, that, you know, we can resolve our issues without violence. And the idea of who, what being a hero is too. I think the, one of the lines was like, you can be a hero and still be wrong because, you know, heroes don't always meet our expectations. Looks can be deceiving at times. And that's not just for heroes, but also for for the beasts of the ocean or these creatures, you know, um, they might look horrible or scary or, or, or something that we need to fight, but you know, they're not necessarily a monster on the inside just because of the way they look. So that, that idea of deceiving looks. And I think, uh, <laughs> the idea a little bit too, disregarding history books, questioning who wrote history. I really like this idea that they showed in this kid's book. Like keep thinking you might read one side of the story, but what's the other side? Where can you find the other side of the story? Um, and, and not letting your decisions be influenced by leaders who might be putting people in danger. Like have a think about what you're actually agreeing to or what you're, you're reading is what you're reading the truth. Um, and that, that leads to that you don't have to necessarily take the easy familiar path. Sometimes the difficult one might be more righteous. It might be the right thing to do by, by doing something different from what your family's doing, from what your friends are doing. Even though this film obviously has that idea too about making your own family. Family doesn't have to be blood. It can be people that you connect with and bond with and and for me too that that whole idea at the end like down with the monarchy the the big royal navy boat is set out on killing everything pillaging um growing power on lies this this idea we've seen through history which ties back with the idea of history we only hear history from the side of winners usually the victorious side so let's hear the other side too i really really like that that point of view and, and took away from that all right, what, what did I take away from this one? I think this is a really good addition to the Netflix original animated film list. I've, we've done a few now. We've did the Blam, the Japanese anime one. We did the Christmas one, Claws, um, not too long ago as well. This is probably, this is this is a really good one. Really enjoyed this one. If, if Netflix can keep them coming like this, and I know they've probably, in recent times, especially with their TV animation, sort of cut back a bit. I think if they, they put the effort in with this and, you know, Guillermo del, Tero, del Toro's, uh, Pinocchio, which is also up for best animated feature at the upcoming Oscars, like films like these are really good. They have great meaning, great messages, beautiful visual storytelling. Let, let's invest. I know that they're big projects because you've got to put four, five, six, even more years into making them. But I think Netflix are, are doing a good job in in building up this little catalog. Um, I think I'm ready to wrap this one up. I think I'm ready to to summarize my thoughts. I think you know this is well worth a watch. It's it's, it's a really beautiful film, the animation especially. The story, it's got heart. It's got a lot of great things to say. <laughs> I was sitting there going, do I give this film a perfect five out of five stars for this anti-monarchy stance? Um, just because I was like, I just want to make a point. But realistically, overall, I'm giving this a three and a half out of five. Solid effort, really good film. And I'm really excited to see what else Chris Williams, the director, comes up with because I think it's, it's good to see original ideas as much as they can be in the animation world. And if you've got the passion to create such beautiful images on screen, I'm keen to see more. We're on social, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow, give us a like if you can. I just wanted to chuck out the question this week with this uh, this episode. What are your favorite seafaring stories? 
like what about some good stories on the ocean are you a fan of the pirates of the caribbean stories or moby dick or pinocchio pinocchio is even a story on the sea too but um what are some good stories that happen on the sea if you haven't subscribed please do give us a subscribe give us a like share us if you can we've got 250 odd episodes of netflix original films to check out we'd love for you to have a search and see if there's anything you've enjoyed that you might want to hear our thoughts on other than that we are back as always on a wednesday for our continuing cycle through the original netflix list from the start to the end hopefully in about i know we're not going to catch up to real time for a while but we'll get there soon thanks as always